Hi, top of the morning to you, laddie and lasses. This is ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. I am Martyrus, your host for this podcast, and this week we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day. It's the holiday where we wear green upon ourselves to avoid getting pinched. We have beer and lemonade that is colored green, and we have corned beef and cabbage on our dishes. Now, there are a couple of ways that I could celebrate St. Patrick's Day in relation to video game music. I could look for composers that come from Ireland. I could play video game music with the word green in it. But for this podcast, what I'm going to do is play video game music from video games that have luck in them. And by that, I am talking about gotcha games. You might be arguing to me, wait, Martyrus, there are already games out there with luck in them, like the games based on casinos, the slot machine games, and actually some of the puzzle games as well are based around luck. And what the heck is a gotcha game? Well, let me see if I can try to put it as simply as possible. A gotcha game has a bit of luck in it, in which, within the game itself, there is a lottery of sorts using in-game currency that gives you a chance to win something, whether it be a character or some sort of equipment that you can use for your characters in your party. These prizes actually have a rank in them, so to speak. There's common, there's rare, there's ultra rare, and there's the SSR, which is the super secret rare. Some of these gotcha games use a star system as well, uh, usually six stars being rated the highest and very similar to the SSR ranking. At times during a banner event, these games will have a what is called a rate-up for certain characters and items. The rate-up simply means that you'll have a higher chance, if slightly, to get these characters or items. But it's not an immediate guarantee. At times you'll have to play this lottery several times over to win something. And yes, you can use real-world money dollars and rubles and yen and such to purchase in-game currency to play the lottery. I know, kind of crazy. It actually sounds similar to uh, playing the slot machines in Vegas. Actually, it's based on something in Japan called Gachapon, where there are these machines that have these items encased in plastic bubbles. You put your coin into the slot and turn the dial. After you've finished turning the dial, a bubble will pop out of the receptacle and from there it's a matter of chance whether you get something common or something that's rare. And actually you might have seen these machines in the grocery stores and supermarkets where you might get a sticker or a keychain or maybe a little figurine. These gotcha games actually do have an element of a story in there and within the story you do have some combat and this is where in the lottery you get these characters and items to help you along in the story. You know, every time you play the lottery you hope that you'll get that character that you just need to get you past the mission or you get that special item that's gonna help your character just kill those enemies in one shot. It can be addicting at times so I do have to caution you to be very careful with your wallet. Honestly, just take a break and just consider that sometimes it's nice to free to play. Now why don't we go ahead and get to our music set. We're going to begin with this mobile game called Fate Grand Order, developed by Lesengel, formerly of Delightworks. 
published by Anaplex in Japan and Anaplex of America in North America. Currently available in the mobile platform for Android and iOS. Our first track is called The Gathering of Heroes Battle 1, composed by Kida Haga and James Harris. Welcome back. That was Gathering of Heroes Battle 1 from Fate Grand Order, composed by Kita Haga and James Harris. The story in this game is, I guess you could say interesting to say the least. Let me see how I can explain this. Basically, the end of humanity is near, and you are part of a group of people called Masters, who are sent to time travel and try to save humanity back at the point where the destruction was to begin. However, something happened, and you basically ended up being the only surviving master to be teleported back in time. Now, you're not alone in this process, because you'll meet several people along the way, known as servants. These servants will eventually become part of your six-party member, as you command them to attack your enemies. 
There are three types of command cards that you use to attack your enemies. Buster, which does major damage at the outset. Quick, which doesn't do as much damage, but allows you to accumulate critical stars so that you can use them in the next turn for major damage. And Arts, which helps you raise your NP gauge or your Noble Phantasm. Once your gauge reaches 100%, you can use your Noble Phantasm as your ultimate attack. You do have a companion that comes along with you at the outset. Her name is Mash Kirillite. And actually, she becomes what is known as a demi-servant because she melds with another servant, which you'll find out much later in the program who that is. But basically, she has a special class called Shielder as she wields this enormous shield that looks like a cross with a shield upon it. Throughout your adventures through various periods of time and random singularities, you will meet a variety of characters based on fictional and historical characters. A few examples here, there's Jeanne d'Arc, the anointed knight from France, Gilgamesh, the historical leader of biblical times, Florence Nightingale, the Italian woman who is known as the mother of nursing, Billy the Kid, the gunslinger from the Wild West, and Ishtar, an ancient goddess from Mesopotamia. Now, because the characters in this game are based on historical and fictional figures, there are some liberties taken by the developers in how they are represented. One such example is the character Mordred. You may remember that Mordred is one of the Knights of the Round Table, but in this game, Mordred is a female knight. Another example is Thomas Edison, whom you may remember is an American inventor and statesman or politician. In the game, Thomas Edison is an anthropomorphic lion. Every character in this game is unique in their own right, and therefore this is what is so attractive in the lottery. Here you use Saint Quartz to pay for a chance to hopefully get one of these characters into your party. While you can earn St. Quartz through battles and completing objectives, you can also spend real money to buy them. Many gamers have been known to spend lots and lots of real money on them, which we call whalers. And there are also dolphins too who spend some money into the game as well. A common thing you're going to hear from FGO players and other players of gotchas is that raid up is a lie because you'll be playing the lottery many times over and you may never get that SSR or six star servant. But hey, don't let that stop you from playing the game. Honestly, it's a really fun game and the storyline is interesting, so check it out. Now that we've heard to this original track, let's listen to a remix by Tokyo Active Neat, N-E-E-T, composed by Akai Ryusei. This is the Gathering of Heroes Battle One FGO Jazz Orchestra.
that was the Gathering of Heroes Battle One FGO Jazz Orchestra by Tokyo Active Neat, composed by Akai Ryusei. Very lively, very upbeat, and of course very jazzy as it is in name. Really enjoy this tune a lot. Definitely could tap my toes to it, and of course I'm going to add this to my playlist when I can find it. You've got the drum right there being supported by some of the wind instruments and some of the saxophones playing the main beat throughout the whole song. Really nice. As with most artists in this podcast, Tokyo Active Neat does covers and remixes of other video game music and anime songs as well. So I am definitely going to be diving into their catalog of music and playing them in future episodes. Now we are going to head into the world of Tavat, namely Genshin Impact, developed and published by MiHoYo, available on PlayStation 4 and 5, for Windows Microsoft on PC, and on the mobile devices Google Android and Apple iOS. And it looks like it may be available on Nintendo Switch, but no date as of this time. This is the Genshin Impact main theme, composed by Yuping Chen. Enjoy. Welcome back. That was Genshin Impact Main Theme, composed by Yuping Chen. And this track actually plays at the beginning after you've loaded the game onto your console or PC. There are actually different versions of this song, and they play based upon what time you log in. You may have an early morning version, an afternoon version, and actually a late night version. Now, Genshin Impact is an online RPG action game. It plays and looks similar to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This game does have stats, and you do go up in levels, 
And interesting enough, you actually go up in adventure level and world level. The premise of this game is that you and your siblings are traveling through a variety of worlds and end up finding this major boss that's preventing you from traveling to another world. However, you end up getting separated from your sibling and end up in the world of Tavat. It is there that you meet Paimon, a flying fairy-like creature or person, however you describe, and she becomes your guide and sometimes your comic relief. It's also been said that she's also emergency food, but that I believe is a running joke among Genshin Impact players. Anyway, as you travel through the world of Tavat and try to find your sibling, you will meet a variety of characters. Three of these characters will join you at the outset, basically your starters. We have Amber, the outrider, who welds a bow. Kaya, the captain of the Favonius army with a sword. And Lisa, the librarian who uses a catalyst and basically casts magic. These three characters and many others have what are called visions, which give them an affinity to the elements that are found in Tavat. For example, Amber is related to Pyro, Kaya is related to Cryo or Freezing, and Lisa is Electro. You, on the other hand, don't have a vision, but yet you have the ability to manipulate elements based on which statue you pray to. So that gives you some variety for what your character can do. The characters that you will meet along the way during this main storyline have their own type of visions and main weapon. It's not just swords and bows and catalysts that they use. Some use claymores, which are basically large swords. Uh, there's also pole arms as well. And the way to get these characters to join your party is by wishes. And wishes come in the form of intertwined fates. Now these entwined fates can be earned by completing objectives and going through some of the storylines. Of course, if you're really eager, you can use what are called primogems, which are also earned through objectives within the game. And if you're even more eager and anxious to obtain that certain character, you can spend real money to purchase crystals to purchase primogems to buy intertwined fates. Uh, are you keeping up with this? You can use wishes one at a time, or you can do 10 wishes at once. And according to the game, doing 10 wishes will guarantee you at least one four star character or item or above. As you may tell, this is where lots of gamers can spend all of their money to buy the crystals, to purchase the Bruma gems, to get the intertwined fates, and to make the wishes. As with Fate Grand Order, Genshin Impact has events in which certain characters will have a rate up. And to reiterate, rate up is a lie. I have been lucky with a few six star characters that I have in my repertoire. One of them is Hu Tao, a parlor director who is a pyro and welds a pole arm. Another such character is Mona, an astrologist who uses Hydro for all of her constellation readings. And there's Albedo, a scientist who basically studies in the mountains of Dragonspire and welds the use of Geo. These and many other characters can be had if you've got the intertwined fates to make the wishes. 
I actually enjoy this game a lot and actually invest most of my time and energy into it. In addition to the storyline and a bit of the action, there is some strategy to it as well as you figure that many elements interact with each other and make for some major damage. Personally, I prefer the plates on the PC. I've tried on several occasions to play it on my mobile device, but because of the way the controls are set up, it feels very unwieldy. Now that you have some knowledge to wield on this game, let's go ahead and listen to the remix of this track. This is Genshin Impact Main Theme Epic Orchestral Remake, rescored and remade by Avartha Mohite. That was Genshin Impact Main Theme Epic Orchestral Remake, rescored and remade by Avartha Mohite. An enjoyable track, and definitely one that will wake you up. This track feels like a power-up to the original, in which the original was very light and uplifting. This remake is heavy and triumphant. It's like it's saying, wake up, I am here, and I am proud of who I am and what I will be. I have to admit, I wouldn't mind listening to this version in contrast to the original. We are now at the last original track. It comes from the game Arknights, developed by Hypergriff, published by Ustar Worldwide. Available on the mobile devices, Google Android, and Apple iOS. This is title.
that was Tidal from the game Arknights. Now the only reference I could find to a composer was for Hypergraph, so we will go with that for now. This track is actually a combination of two tracks in the game, SysTidal Intro and SysTidal Loop. Normally when you boot up the game, you will hear the SysTidal Intro. However, if your game needs to upload some new data and basically update itself, you are also going to hear the SysTidal Loop. Arknights has an interesting story. Well, I, I usually say that about most games anyway, but hear me out here. You wake up with a bit of amnesia in the middle of a conflict happening in the world of Terra. There you see a companion by the name of Amiya. And from Amiya, you find out that your name is the Doctor. As the Doctor, you find out you are employed to a company called Rhodes Island Pharmaceuticals. And Rhodes Island Pharmaceuticals also does paramilitary operations. In addition to finding the cure and care for a disease called Oropathy, Rhodes Island Pharmaceuticals also has special personnel called Operators, which carry out these military operations. The gameplay for Arknights is set up as a tower defense game. You place your Operators on certain areas of the field, where the enemies will walk out from one area and make their way to another part of the area. Your main objective is to take out these enemies before they reach their destination. Now these operators have special abilities, whether they attack in close quarters, shoot from a range, or use special arts abilities. The way to attain these operators is through headhunting, which, again, is a lottery. You can choose to headhunt for one operator or ten operators, which, just like the previous gacha games, gives you a chance of obtaining an operator of at least four stars or higher. Tower defense games are actually one of my favorite games to play. In fact, the first one I played was Defense Grid from Steam on the PC. I enjoyed the idea of placing units along a path, upgrading them so they could get better firepower and a wider coverage. There are definitely different strategies where you could use more or less units. Arknights also fit this bill as well. And it sure helps to have a soundtrack like this that's just bopping and just banging. Speaking of banging, why don't we go ahead to our last remix. This is Arknight's title opening game remix by Normal Day.
And we're back. That was Arknight's title opening game remix by Normal Day. This remix hits harder and faster with a greater sense of urgency than the original. Hard for me to say if I prefer this one or the original. I guess that depends on my mood. This is definitely one bang of a track, something you can listen to as you're trying to rush through something and get something done quickly as possible. It does capture the flavor and I guess the essence of the original and just ramps it up by 5, or maybe perhaps 10. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, all the music, the originals, and their remixes. Definitely a lot of explanation put into this podcast because I had to assume that for the common listener, gacha games are not talked about a lot. Of course, if you have heard of these and other gacha games, then I hope I've enriched your listening experience just a little bit. For a track listing of this and other podcasts, you can go to revgm.com. That's re-vgm.com. Go to the Episodes tab, and you will basically find a listing of all the episodes I've done. Click on each individual episode to find the track listing. I also have another tab page on there called Remix Info, where you'll find information and all the social links for each of these artists. In addition to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, you'll also find links for Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, and Bandcamp for each of these artists. If you are listening to this podcast through the website, you can also subscribe at Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts. I am Martyrus, your host for ReVGM, a video game music podcast of rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade video game music. Enjoy the rest of your day, and be safe, everyone. (laughs) 